2: Lisa Marie Presley's life
0: cut short. My life, which is emotional and fascinating and interesting. New details about her final days. I can't even describe. As we open the ET vault to reveal never before seen interviews with Elvis's only daughter.
2: Have you gotten completely out from under the weight of the Presley name? Her
0: marriages. I got caught up in his world and his life. Her music and the legacy she leaves behind. I would hope that he would be very proud of me, of course. Plus, what's next for her
1: famous family? I don't know what to do with myself if I'm not not a mom. And what'll happen to Graceland? It's absolutely 100% mine, always has been mine, Graceland, always will be. E.T.
0: starts now. She was a singer-songwriter, a beloved mother, and Elvis Presley's only child. Tonight, we remember the life of Lisa Marie Presley. Welcome everyone to Entertainment Tonight. Let's get right to Kevin Frazier right now, who's at the TCL Chinese Theater in Hollywood. Kev, the Presley family was just honored there in June. I was there.
3: Michelle, we're not sure where or when, but officials here at the Chinese Theater told me that very soon they will install those handprints here in the forecourt of the Chinese Theater. You know, we're just one block away from her father's star on the walk of fame it really does feel surreal that we were just with her on the red carpet at the golden globes and now she's gone let's take a look back at the final days of lisa marie presley
0: we just celebrated your dad's birthday a couple days ago Wise men say so what does it mean to you to be here tonight you know yeah. I'm just
1: so proud of it all. It's all flowing really nicely together. I'm going to have the birthday right now, and, you know, I'm here to support Austin and film, and I'm so excited, and I hope he wins.
3: Lisa Marie, who looked fragile as she left the ET stage Tuesday night, went into full cardiac arrest less than 48 hours later here at her Calabasas home. The 54-year-old was reportedly discovered unresponsive in the bedroom by her housekeeper. Full arrest. At 10.37 a.m., paramedics were dispatched. They performed CPR and determined she had signs of life. Lisa Marie was then rushed to this nearby hospital where her mother, Priscilla, held vigil. Right now. Over the last few months, with the release of Elvis, Lisa Marie struggled with her emotions. I'm so
1: overwhelmed by this film and the
3: effect that it's had. That's her Saturday night in Hollywood, heading into a party to celebrate the film on what would have been the King's 88th birthday. On Sunday, she was at Graceland in Memphis addressing fans. I keep
1: saying you're the only people that can bring me out of my house. (laughs) I'm not kidding.
3: (laughs) At her side for the emotional homecoming and throughout the Elvis press tour, grief expert David Kessler. He comforted the family outside the hospital. We also saw Lisa Marie back in June. She was with Austin Butler at a hand and footprint ceremony in Hollywood.
0: Watching him play your father, it did something to me. It really did. And so what did it do to you? Oh, a lot. A lot. I wasn't ready for what it did.
1: I really wasn't.
3: Now, over the years, Lisa Marie has had her fair share of financial troubles. We learned that she recently signed a book deal and received an advance of $500,000. Back in 2016, it was divulged that she was reportedly $16 million in debt. She blamed it on a nasty divorce and her ex-business partner who sold off the rights to her father's music and image. There is one legacy Lisa Marie held on to, Grace Lynn. This morning, we confirm this is where Lisa Marie's final resting place will be, right next to her beloved son, Ben, and just a few feet away from her father. I toured the estate with her mother, Priscilla, back in 2008. Lisa Marie told me the childhood home held so many special memories for her. And by the way, to calm everyone down, it's your house. It's never going to be sold because it seems like every once in a while those rumors pop up.
1: I know. They're popping up regularly. It's not. It it is absolutely 100% mine. Always has been mine, Graceland. Always will be. And when it's no longer mine, it will be my children's. You know, that's
3: that. Among the many celebrity tributes, ex-husband Nicolas Cage tells E.T., Lisa had the greatest laugh of anyone I ever met. I am heartbroken. And from her ex, Michael Jackson's nephew, T.J., she was always so sweet to my brothers and me.
2: Have you gotten completely out from under the weight of the Presley
1: name, do you think? I think it'd be very naive to state that I, that, that would ever happen, you know, completely. Still, I love you you.
3: Lisa Marie mirrored her famous dad in many ways. Talented singer, devoted parent, but also a troubled soul. Her father died when she was just nine years old. She saw his dead body inside Graceland. Linda Thompson, Elvis's ex, remembers the phone call.
2: August 16th, 1977, Lisa Marie called me and she blurted out, My daddy's dead, my daddy's dead.
3: Nearly five years earlier, her parents had divorced and Lisa Marie was having a hard time adjusting.
1: He was not strict at all. <laughs> my mom was completely the opposite, she was really strict. So it was very confusing when I'd have to go, you know, back and forth between the two.
3: The thing that infuriated her was that you would crash your golf cart and your father would fix it before you could see. Do you Mm -hmm, remember that?
1: mm -hmm, I do. My cousins and I were giggling recently and we were talking about how we can't believe
3: that we're all still alive. She and Priscilla would become closer in later years and at just 21, Lisa Marie became a mom herself, first to daughter Riley and then to son Benjamin. Do you worry? I'm always worried. You
1: know what? It never ends. Just they get into bigger problems. Yeah. They're getting into the the real life, heavier stuff. And I'm navigating. I'm watching them both navigate through stuff. And I'm like, oh, you know.
3: But in 2020, Benjamin committed suicide at just 27. Lisa Marie said, I will never be the same. Please wait for me, my love. Her final Instagram post from August touched on an essay she wrote describing her continuing grief. Quote, I've been living in the horrific reality of its unrelenting grips.
1: Anything happening with them, I feel it. If they're sick, I get sick. If there's something happens to them, I'm going through it. It's really a beautiful but painful situation.
3: In 2008, she gave birth to now 14-year-old twins Harper and Finley with guitarist and music producer Michael Lockwood. Their contentious relationship, split, and custody battle contributed to Lisa Marie's substance abuse struggles.
1: It was not a good situation. I was kind of living in a wasp nest, I suppose. Um, And then I had the babies and trying to be as happy as possible, not be surrounded by
3: bad things. Those bad things included an addiction to opioid painkillers in 2008, Lisa Marie went to rehab in 2016, but told us she had always been open with her kids.
1: I think it was 17 the last time I took a tried any kind of recreational situation like that. Um, what I do is I'll tell them the truth and you know what it where it leads and what it does and you know be really honest about it. I would never let them do anything I did ever.
3: <laughs> Throughout Lisa Marie's many ups and downs, she believed in love and was married four times.
1: I haven't figured it out yet, have I?
3: (laughs) She was just 20 years old when she wed musician Danny Keough in 1988. The two met in drug rehab.
1: With Danny, it was just the stability. I was very much a homebody. Longest relationship that I maintained.
3: Shortly after the wedding, the couple announced they were expecting their first child. Riley arrived in 1989. Benjamin was born three years later. Lisa told me about his striking resemblance to Elvis. (laughs) I'm all shook up. Do you ever look at him and say, wow. Mm-hmm,
1: all the time. I'll just say, you're killing me right now. You're killing me right now. The so way he moves himself, also the way he looks, but just his, his mannerisms are also very similar.
3: Lisa Marie and Danny's marriage ended after six years. Three months after the divorce was finalized in 1996, this happened. And just think, nobody thought this would last. <laughs> when the king of rock and roll's daughter suddenly eloped with the king of pop, it triggered a worldwide tabloid frenzy. Many wondered if the relationship was a publicity stunt, which Lisa Marie always denied. Why did you marry Michael then?
1: I fell in love with him. I mean, I said that, I did. I got caught up in his world and his life. With him
3: or the idea of him?
1: Probably the idea of him. We were
3: similar, compatible. The marriage occurred while Michael was facing allegations of child molestation. Lisa Marie stood by his side.
1: I didn't... Did you say to him, are they true? No, I didn't. He went on and on and on about it so I didn't really have to say are the allegations true it was you know
3: "Ah!" your interview together I would wondered if you'd seen that since
1: I I saw it once three years after I did it
3: do you recognize you
1: nope (laughs) I've become a lot stronger not amused I've seen it all
3: Lisa Marie and Michael's marriage lasted one and a half years after Michael's death she told Oprah the real reason it came crashing down
1: he had to make a decision was it the drugs and the and the sort of vampires, or me? And he pushed me away.
3: How bad was it when you guys finally said this isn't going to work?
1: It was like Def Con Two. It was bad. It was very stressful.
3: In 2002, Lisa married another A-lister, Oscar winner Nicolas Cage.
1: We're the same in terms of being really, really dramatic together. It's just a force it's so uh, intense that it's not going to ever just be mediocre. It's never going to be something you know, nice and sort of quiet.
3: The two first crossed paths at a party in 2000, while she was engaged to singer-songwriter John Ojica, and Nick was married to Patricia Arquette. They wed in Hawaii near the 25th anniversary of Elvis' death, but split less than four months later. Lisa said at the time, they shouldn't have been married in the first place.
0: You guys are still friends, you said. Yes. What's he
3: think of your music?
1: From what I gathered, he liked it a lot. Are there songs about him? Yeah. I don't know. There's songs that? about everything. Mm-hmm. Did I duck it? <laughs> and with my hat.
3: Lisa's fourth marriage in 2006 to musician Michael Lockwood gave her twin girls who turned 15 this year.
1: Are they mommy's girls or daddy's girls? Or one of each? One of each. Huh. One of each. Finley's mommy's girl, Harper's daddy's girl.
3: Lockwood's attorney tells E.T. Michael's world has been turned on its ear and he's focused on their daughters.
1: I am the happiest that I've ever been and in the most sane, calm, best relationship I've ever been in, for sure.
3: But that didn't last. Their 10-year marriage was shattered in 2016 by what appeared to be her relapse. A ferocious six-year custody battle followed, during which she admitted to abusing cocaine and mixing pills with alcohol. In 2017, she temporarily lost custody of her twins.
1: I just feel like a limb's missing if one's not around.
3: The ex's battle over finances wasn't over until late last year. At the time of her death, Lisa had her girls 60% of the time and was reportedly paying Michael $6,000 a month in child support.
1: I know now how quickly it goes, so I keep them all close to me at all times. They still need me, but I also need them.
3: Outside of her children, music was Lisa Marie's biggest passion, despite her mother's reservations.
1: She was a little nervous for me to walk down that road. Why? Like big shoes to fill. I don't want to run or distance from it in any way or seem disrespectful to it, but at the same time, I'm like, I want to be an artist too, or I want to do my own thing, or I want to have some identity of my own.
3: Her debut album, To Whom It May Concern, was released in 2003 to critical acclaim. E.T. was backstage as she lived out her childhood dream, performing with Pat Benatar at VH1's divas duets
1: I was so intimidated when I first got up there with her I used to be in front of the mirror with with tennis rackets and all kinds
3: of stuff you
1: know faking that song
3: for her second album Lisa Marie sang a duet with Pink who paid tribute saying oh this one hurts my heart the world lost a rare gem Lisa Marie's third and final album was the closest to her dad's country blues roots
1: I think in the past, it's been pushing me in places I didn't particularly belong, like pop or top 40 or all these things that wasn't really me.
3: Her final song was a duet with her dad in 2018.
1: There's something that was really cool and intimate and organic about the two of us in this track. I actually had broke down for a second.
3: Lisa Marie was also devoted to Scientology for much of her life. In 2003, she reportedly asked one of Danny Masterson's accusers not to go to police after the woman had alleged the actor raped her. Lisa Marie later apologized to her friend and left the church in 2014, telling friends, I was slowly starting to self-destruct. They were taking my soul, my money, my everything. As for what Lisa Marie's legacy will be, Here's what she told E.T. in her own words.
1: I don't know what to do with myself if I'm not not a mom. I mean, that's what I focus on most of the time. I I love them. There was so much about their grandfather out there, but what did you want them to know? Music wouldn't be quite Like it is right now, if it wasn't for him. He's so alive in all of us, and we're carrying on, on for him. I would hope that he would be very proud of me. My biggest wish was that I would affect people and appreciate it as an artist. Most
3: of all, I love you cause you.
0: She definitely was the apple of her father's eye, and we just send love to the entire Presley family. All right, coming up. Rihanna's new Super Bowl message.
1: You'll need,
0: need, need. How RiRi is silencing her critics with her new halftime show preview. Rihanna, we've waited it's for It's been you. over six years since- Then back the truck up. Nia Long ready to reunite with the Best Man cast once again? She reveals what it'll take. Plus, her new movie co-star Storm Reid steps out with a famous football player's son. Super sweet, super talented.
3: Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. It's an
2: entertainer's dream to be on a stage like that.
0: It's been 2,190 days. Dude, Rihanna, we waited for you. It's been over six years since the nine-time Grammy winner. Rihanna is to everybody. Riri, where for have you me. been? Oh, Rihanna hears you, but she's also silencing the noise in that new 30-second teaser for the Apple Music Super Bowl 57 halftime show. Come on, Riri, in that black cat suit and neon yellow coat. We see you. Okay, February 12th, y'all cannot come soon enough. And speaking of football, well, Storm Reed just stepped out with her football player boyfriend. Kevin Frazier caught up with Storm and Nia Long at the premiere of their movie, Missing.
3: This is your first red carpet ever with your new beau.
0: He's super sweet, super talented. I'm just glad to have him here supporting me.
3: Quarterback Shador Sanders, Dion's son held hands with Storm, celebrating Missing, which hits theaters January 20th.
2: It was the most challenging thing I've ever done. It was just so untraditional.
3: The film follows a teen using the power of the internet to search for her missing mother, played by Nia Long.
0: You're holding, like, onto the edge of your seat the whole time. You know who I want to play me? Who? Beyonce.
3: Now, can we talk about Best Man and the way people are losing their mind? We need more.
0: If everyone came back together and wanted to do more, I think we, I don't know, we might. They would have to back the truck up. I will need that truck to be like, beep, 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 (laughs) (laughs) beep. Come on, NBC Universal, get to writing those checks. Okay, now to another TV reunion, mixing the 90s with the 70s. The spinoff drops in less than a week, how the OG cast is showing support, plus details on Mila and Ashton's return. We haven't talked about this with anyone yet. Even I was like, Then, E.T.'s in Puerto Rico with Terry Hatcher and James Denton. Why the Desperate Housewives alums are saying, I do, again. This will be our third time on television getting Mm -hmm. married.
2: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms— Welcome back to ET. We're hanging out with some of our old pals from that '70s show and the young cast ushering in a new decade. Talk to me about like having Ashton and Mila back on set this time as real-life husband and wife. I couldn't have predicted it, but it just didn't surprise me. Mila had had to find Jackie again. What about you guys? Did you have? To, was it difficult stepping back into Kitty and Red? No, no. I am back, baby. Wilmer Valderrama and Laura Prepon joined the new cast to help kick off that 90s show. The 10-episode reboot, which debuts Thursday on Netflix, sees Laura and Topher Grace's TV daughter visiting her grandparents for the summer. And a new generation of Point Place teens is born.
0: It was very surreal, and it still is. Okay, kids, the basement is all yours. Ashton and Mila got married. Right. Obviously, more we oh. like... Who's gonna get married in the cab? Who you shipping? Who you shipping? I don't know. We're gonna have to see. And wait till you see who we caught up with. Terry Hatcher and James Denton have a Desperate Housewives reunion Monday on Fox's Fantasy Island. ET was exclusive on the Puerto Rico set.
1: This will be our third time on television
0: getting married. We're a couple from uh, Ohio.
2: Our fantasy is, can you let us know somehow for sure whether we should stay together or not.
3: Comparing the two shows, I think Fantasy Island's a little more
0: fun.
2: They're both good shows. Go binge Housewives and watch this too.
0: Yes. (laughs) I don't care what those two do together. They're just television magic. All right, coming up, what to expect from this year's Critics' Choice Awards and the star making
2: their triumphant return to the red carpet.
3: Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with my producer, Becca. Becca, what's what's up?
1: So The Late Show Pod Show is everything you love about The Late Show on oh, a I podcast. Want, I want to know about
3: you. Oh. I, uh, enough, We've, we, people See, everybody in an ad talks about the thing they're trying to sell. Oh. I'd like to know about you, the person behind creating the podcast.
1: Oh, I'm having a really good day. Barry baked some bread, and my friend Kara got me some chicken salad. It's a really nice day in the office today.
3: Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com.
0: All right, everybody, before we go, the Critics' Choice Awards are Sunday. It will air live on The CW with host Chelsea Handler. Just going to be bright and cheery and spread good vibes. Nominees Angela Bassett, Quinta Brunson, Austin Butler, as of now, will be there. So will Miles Teller, Jeff Bridges. He will receive the Lifetime Achievement Award and Janelle Monae will receive the See Her Award. Mrs. Wang, are you with us? But nominee Jamie Lee Curtis will not be. She just revealed she has COVID and she's not going to be attending. But making a red carpet comeback? Christina Applegate nominated for Best Actress in a comedy series for Dead to me she announced via Twitter quote, "So this Sunday will be the first award show I have been to since 2019 and the first since MS, nervous but grateful. We are with you Christina. We cannot wait to see that beaming face. Bye everybody.